Man Up, brought to you by Construction Professionals, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulis and Father Zach Kowski every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to man up. Another year goes by, more beers, more smoke. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up Studios. Heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and like our page on Facebook. I am Joe Stopulis, along with Father Zach Kautsky, and today we are joined by Tisok Rosale, and he is the Director of Development at St. John Vianney Seminary and St. Paul Seminary, and the topic of today's show is Men on a Mission. Father Zach, would you please open us up in a word of prayer? Absolutely, and we'll pray an Advent prayer as this uh, time of preparation uh, continues toward Christmas. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, all-powerful God, your eternal word took flesh on our earth when the Virgin Mary placed her life at the service of your plan. Lift our minds in watchful hope to hear the voice which announces his glory and open our minds to receive the Spirit who prepares us for his coming. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, the title of today's show is Men on a Mission, and Tisok does a lot of different things uh, for men and missions. So that's the whole point of what we'll be talking about, among a few other different things. But we want to talk this segment about the mission of Advent. What is the mission of Advent? mission of Advent, really, in, in short, is to make a place or space in our heart for Jesus, just as our Blessed Mother uh, had opened herself and said, Fiat to the angel Gabriel, let it be done to me according to thy word. It's a really a special time of, of openness and listening and quiet. And it's totally countercultural, you know, yeah. because of all the, I mean, you, you see the Christmas lights everywhere, the, the music, the um, activity. In itself, those things aren't necessarily evil or anything like that, but they can be a distraction. Um, and, and we go back to Cardinal Sarah's, wise words about silence and our need for silence. And so um, it can be a great time to actually uh, embrace silence, uh, to say no more often, and really to take this time of, of prayer. I think uh, one of the things I'd recommend for rec- uh, for Advent is to go to reconciliation. If you could do one thing maybe during the Advent season would be to take your family, uh, take your loved ones or friends to your parish, uh, to uh, reconciliation service or the normal Sunday reconciliation times and and to do that really as a gift to yourself um, and those around you. And I would add in adoration, I and mean, if you're looking for time to, to find quiet, there's no better place than to do it with our Lord. Uh, obviously in the Des Moines area, there are a handful of places that have 24-hour adoration, and if you're looking to, to get away from the hustle and the bustle and the craziness, I, I can think of no better place than to go to adoration. So so find time in your schedule. Uh, look at your, your month of December before as we prepare for Christmas and just find time. Say, gosh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to block out an hour uh, this week or an hour next week and just find time to sneak away and be quiet. Uh, you know what? A, a crazy thing to do, a great idea that I've heard. I've actually never done this. I want to do it someday, mm-hmm. is doing it in the middle of the night. I've been told that. Oh, yeah, uh, nocturnal adoration. So you do it. You wake up, set your alarm for 2 in the morning, and just go. Yeah. 
that might be if you're really looking to jump out of your comfort zone, uh, do a nocturnal adoration uh, two in the morning or whatever. I would also add in almsgiving. Uh, we we also we oftentimes think about that during Lent, but think of the consumerism. How much of that's going on right now? How many? How much we lose the the reason for the season? If we think of others first and, and giving alms at this time of year and finding charities and, and, and places to, to support rather than throwing all of our money into consumer goods, uh, find, a, find a way to do some more extra almsgiving at this time of year. Uh, service. Find a service project. Go out. Do, I mean, there's obviously lots of places where you can be uh, feeding the hungry and clothing the naked this time of year. Find something. You know, Joe, you have uh, several young children at home. And you Fact. do do Christmas gifts and everything. How can we maybe be good stewards with that? You mean my gifts to my children? Yeah. Well, I would one for family. We, yeah, one thing that we try to do is, and this is, we try to make our gifts not about necessarily toys, but if the toys mm-hmm. are lifting to God. So it tends to be things like saint DVDs, uh, things stories on saints, puzzles on saints, books, books nice. on saints, things mm-hmm. like that. And then to our family members, oftentimes we're giving out. They might get sick of it, but. We give them lots of books, and we give lots of mm-hmm. Catholic books uh, this time of year. Rarely are we giving away just random objects of mm-hmm. whatever. That's just kind of Kristen and I's philosophy. If we're going to be giving someone, and want, we want A, to come from the heart, and B, that lifts up to God. Uh, and so that's kind of the philosophy we've... I'm sure my family's not thrilled with it. Maybe they'd like something better. Maybe they'll like a gift card better. But oftentimes they're getting books. If they're going to give a gift card, maybe it's to Divine Treasures, Divine Treasures or... or something. Yeah, we did one year. I bought a box of John Leonetti's books and gave them mm-hmm. to every person I know. I don't want to make and a they give for those. They give those books out for free, don't they? Who's John's? Yeah, John's. I I had to buy them, but not for very much. If you buy them in bulk, it's fairly inexpensive. Oh, okay. Uh, so you should be able to find. If you go to any of those major, uh, what are those called? The what's John's? What's the the? Oh come on. Matthew Kelly's book club. Any of those things, you can mm-hmm. buy those things in bulk. You yeah. can just hand them dynamic out to people. Catholic. Dynam- yeah. Dynamic Catholic. Yeah. So, anyway, it is a season uh, for mission. Uh, it's a season for mission, and we're going to have a great conversation in the next uh, segment about mission in our lives. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com. But who doesn't like a good story? Only heartless people, Bo. Exactly. What if I told you there was a story, let's say a movie, okay. and it had fascinating origin stories, epic battle scenes, and powerful arcs of loss and redemption? Wouldn't you want to see that movie? Of course. It sounds better than most movies these days. What if I told you it was all true? I would definitely watch. Well, friends, the story is the story of the Holy Scriptures. And here at Iowa Catholic Radio, we want you to reclaim the depth of not only the greatest story, but your story as well. You can hear Read the Bible in a Year every day at 5 a.m. with Gene Wells and Jim Lyons. Friends, you don't want to miss it. Be sure to tune into my show, John Leonetti in the Morning, to start your day. Thanks to Plaza Dental Group, Catholic-owned, and good friends to Iowa Catholic Radio. Comfortable Dentistry, 515-344-3523, online at dmsmiles.com. My help comes from you. You're right here pulling through. You can carry my weakness, my sin. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting again from the Mercy Live Up Studios, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. 
I am Joe Stopulos, along with Father Zakowski, and today we are joined by Tisok Rosale. Tisok is originally from Minnesota and attended college at the University of Notre Dame and the University of St. Thomas. He spent over 18 years in corporate America. The Lord then called Tisok to service as the National Director of Development for St. Paul's Outreach. Tiso currently serves as the Director of Advancement for St. Paul Seminary and St. John Vianney College Seminary, uh, both located on the campus of the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul. Tiso and his wife have six children and are very active in their parish and community. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, as you know, those seminaries are near and dear to our heart. Yes. As uh, we have many, many Des Moines seminarians uh, up your way, uh, I am... I am very partial to the upcoming, uh, well, diaconate ordination of Ryan Andrew. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with my buddy Ryan Andrew. I sure am. Theology 4, yeah, he's going to uh, be. Yeah, that's right. He is uh, one, of, one of my favorite people in the whole world, so we're really, really excited <laughs> about that. And then obviously this summer uh, with the ordination of the priesthood. So. Yeah, for sure. No, it's a great partnership, uh, the Diocese of Des Moines and here. You know, Bishop Pates, he's originally from the Minneapolis-St. Paul area here in Minnesota. Oh, he, he tells us about it all the time, <laughs> we know. And he was the rector of St. John Vianney yep. College yeah, Seminary exactly. for a while, so... Yep. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. There are, uh, and your vocations directors have done a great job. There are currently eight uh, seminarians from Des Moines at St. Paul Seminary, Ryan Andrew being one of them, like you said, Uh, Jack Epstein, Christopher Groh, uh, Nicholas Montenegro, Brad Robley, Nicholas Stark, Charles Weber, Michael Mahoney. I mean, those are the guys, you know, it's fun to to be with them and Mm -hmm. uh, and to to hang out with them for a few years, and then we'll send them back to you all all formed up and ready to go. Appreciate that, yeah. Thank you. So I work at the the local Catholic high school here, Dowling, and so I had the privilege of a bunch of these guys in class or, you know, was their chaplain, and they really are kind of the best of the best of Dowling, and they're not all Dowling guys, but uh, from their own own, uh, parishes, and uh, I think... One of the highlights for me every year has been, so I've been going up there for, this will be my eighth year mm. taking guys up there. I just, I leave that seminary just really refreshed and encouraged. And I mean, it's so awesome to see, see the, that community and see the, the fraternity of those guys. They're, they're really healthy, yeah. happy, holy, healthy guys. And Oh yeah, so. that's that's the key, isn't it? Yeah, and there's there's two seminaries. I mean, those guys they just listed. They're at the major seminary, so they're 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 sooner to return to Des Moines, you know, ready for active service. And then then the college seminary here too, uh, St. John Vianney. We've got three right now: Alex Kramer, Jason Lee, and Nicholas Smith, uh, which who are fantastic guys. And but uh, yeah, two seminaries up here: one college, one one major. And we're just blessed. Uh, to, like I say, have your guys on loan for a little bit, and we'll send them all back ready to go. (laughs) Well, thank you for doing that. that. Yeah, (laughs) And we know that uh, in addition to uh, the seminary, you've got a lot of different things going on up there. Uh, You know, you and I were emailing back and forth, and there's a lot of different things that you have. And I think for the the purpose of our show, let's start with uh, your your kind of call to men uh, to be on a mission. That seems to be one of the themes of, of what you're doing in your life, is trying to call men to mission. It is. It is, and you know, and as you guys know, and uh, I'm sure many of your shows relate to, we're all called in some way or or another. You know, some the guys that we just named by name are called to be in discernment and formation right now, and you know, many of them will be called to the priesthood. That's of course a, a very heroic way to serve. 
but many of the listeners, many of us, you know, um, uh, two-thirds of us on this conversation were called to a different vocation, and that's great. We need to be uh, ready to be on mission as well as, as husbands, fathers. Um, and, you know, I, I run into about you guys, but I run into a lot of guys that think that that is compartmentalized. Their life, you know, especially their faith life, um, is what they do on Sundays, or beyond that, you know, uh, what they do at church or when they're volunteering, or even more importantly, you know, what they do with their families, which is all true, and that's all great and needs to happen. But really, these guys are called, we're all called to be a light in our workplaces, you know, even if it's secular workplaces. I mean, we're all called to to, to witness to, to the joy and witness to our, our beautiful Catholic faith. So, yeah, that is a part of what's weaved in, even in the seminary and formation. You know, the guys at the college seminary, as they discern, you know, if God's calling them to go on to a major seminary, seminary somewhere, some of them won't, and that's just fine. You know, we can talk a little bit more about the process at SJV um, that, that results in us celebrating whatever, you know, them carrying out God's will. But, yeah, that's it, called to mission, you know. So when we're called to be lights in our workplaces, what does that look like tangibly? You know, it's uh, it, it's called it, it, to first of all recognize our own you know humanity, recognize that we're all uh, we're all sinners, we're all broken, we're all in need of grace, um, and we're all called to to you know stay close to the sacraments, but then to live out our faith and not have it be compartmentalized. It's just something we do at home or something we do on Sundays or you know when we're volunteering at church or in the community, uh, but really to try to 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 live out that Catholic faith day in and day out. So does that mean bringing holy water to work and like baptizing people? What is that? Talk you know what, to me that what I should be doing in my workplace? If that means if, if if you're a dad and you got six kids, you put that picture up, you know, and, and someone says, "Gosh, you have six kids," you know, yeah. yes, I do, and you start mentioning by name and you show the joy, you know, and the blessing without saying, "Oh, God gave me these kids and I'm kids, I'm so blessed by it," <laughs> but you just show the joy by saying, "Yes, this is daughter number one, this is son number one, this is son number two, and people will see that joy, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to saying, you know, the, the, oh. Oh, they're a burden and they're, you know, whatever. Yes, life is hard. I understand that. But they see the joy and they want to know what's that from? Where is that from? You know? Yeah. And, and that's from living out, you know, your calling that way. And, and same with these guys. And Father, I don't need to tell you this, but, you know, a, a happy, holy priest is, is, is a priest that's attractive. And men, you know, lay ordained are, are, are called to live out that, you know? So. That's what that looks like. That's what I think, anyways. You know? Oh, I think it's a very Pope Francis mindset, too, right? So we're supposed to be in the world, but we're supposed to be joyful. Yes. Uh, and when people see that joy, that's what they're attracted to. Yeah. And uh, they want to know what what you have uh, that they can that they can have. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious. You, I know you're involved in a lot of different men's ministries sure. up in, in Minneapolis. Could you talk about some of those and maybe how they started and what, what we should be uh, trying to implement here in Des Moines? Well, you know, there's a lot of them. We're really blessed up here for a lot of different reasons. Like I said, first of all, because we get to hang out with you guys, for, get men for a while, and, and they get to be involved with some of this stuff. Um, there's there's a lot of, of great men's ministries going on up here, um, and uh, one of them that we actually have work out of the uh, St. John Vianney College Seminary is uh, is a program started by our previous rector, Father Bill Bear, uh, and it's still going strong. Um, it's it's uh, it's really a group of Catholic professionals doctors, lawyers, businessmen, community leaders, etc., who are, who are striving, like we were talking about, to live out their Catholic faith day in and day out, at home and in the workplace, okay? And these men are, are, are the kind of men that, that we would want to put in front of our sons, because really, the seminarians are all of our spiritual sons, you know? So, so this, is, this is the kind of group, and what we do is we, we gather for confession, you know, the, the priest staff at the seminary at SJV offer confession to the business leaders because 
uh, because we want to bring our best selves to the seminarians, right? Gather for confession. We, we say evening prayer together with the seminarians. Uh, go to Mass together. And then we hear a speaker from the group. And this is someone who shares from his experiences about being a Catholic man in the world, right? Real-life stuff. I mean, whether it be an executive that's had to carry out some difficult, you know, mandate from the company or, um, you know, you name it. Uh, we've had professional athletes. We've had, you know, um, you know leaders who, who wrestle with real-life stuff in their, in, their, in their workplace. And they share that experience with the seminarians. And then we have table discussions. We have two business leaders per table of four or five seminarians, and they discuss the talk. And really, it helps these young men because if God is calling them to become priests, they're, they're going to need to guide parishioners through these things, right? And if God's calling them to another vocation, they're going to live these things. So it's, that's one of the things that's going on up here that we have. It's called virtuous business leaders. And really, all the men that are a part of it, they say, well, don't call me that. I'm an aspiring virtuous business leader. They say, that's right. That's right. We're all we're on a journey, you know. So that's one of the examples of some of the men's stuff that's going on up here. And you also have for... Uh, specifically for clergy, you have this uh, institute for ongoing clergy formation. We do, we do. Yeah, we could talk about that a little bit um, uh, before we kind of leave that. Can I talk just a little bit more about Saint John Vianney? Uh, yes, and, and then we'll hit that. Yeah, I do want to talk about that because that's going to impact the the diocese of Des Moines uh, directly. But yeah, Saint John Vianney is uh, one of the largest college seminaries in the United States, and uh, and we're really happy about that. I mean, this is our twelfth consecutive year that we've had more seminarians than fit in the building. And you guys see them from the guys we listed, you know, at the beginning of the show. These young men, they're they're not coming in to win a popularity contest. You know, they're coming in to serve. Uh, you know, our rector, Father Michael Becker, and his talented priest staff and lay staff, they have many things to offer the seminarians in terms of the four pillars of formation, right? You know, spiritual, intellectual, pastoral, and human formation. But what's more is that all of these seminarians that go through SJV, they go through a four-step process, you know? And, and that starts, that process starts with healing. You know, we all, by our human nature, come wounded, right? So the first is healing. And then self-awareness. And then openness to God's will. And then finally discernment. And if a young man goes through that process and discern that God is calling him, to, you know, uh, to the married life, well, we celebrate that because he's discerned that through that process. And, of course, if he goes through that process and discern that God's calling him to go on to major seminary, we celebrate that. You know, either way, they come and they're well-formed, well-grounded. And I just tell people that, you know, at the seminaries, we've got a front-row seat to the future of our church. And, guys, let me tell you, the future looks bright. I would say that, you know, living in Des Moines here and kind of the group of friends I've I've collected, a handful of them went to seminary and yeah. discerned out. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, a handful of them discerned in our, our priest today. And yep. every single one of them says it's the best thing they ever did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never met a person that discerned that went into seminary and then, period, Stop. Yeah, right. Regretted that decision. All of them uh, have become better people because of it. Uh, so I just make a plug. If you're a young man out there considering seminary, Father, I doubt. I mean, everyone yeah, it's, seems it's to so think it's so worth it. Even if I had not been ordained, it's so worth it. I mean, time. I was. I heard John Leonetti speaking recently, and he's mm -hmm. you know about his parish mission. He's like, listen, it was the best three and a half years of my life. I obviously learned that this is what I was called to do. Yeah. Um, but even just that whole discernment process, I will say this: another thing they're going to get going to your seminary, uh, they're going to grow. Uh, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? And toughness? It's ice cold up there. So no one's, <laughs> no one's going there for warmer weather and That's for right. an easy, easy break. Uh, I one time in, I looked at St. Thomas University mm -hmm. in, uh, in high school mm -hmm. and we left Davenport, Iowa and it was like 60. We were throwing the football around. 
arrived at St. Thomas, and there was like two feet of snow on the ground. It was the early putter of November. So, yeah. so no one's going up there for a break. They know they're for there for the real deal. It really toughens them up. Yes, exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. It ain't no vacation, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great, and it, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, we, we're we're very blessed. Like I said, like we're talking about these guys that are coming up from Des Moines. And and they and they come and they learn and and they take back what they learn. You know what I mean? They they take back those lessons. And like you're saying, whether they God's ultimately calling them, you know, to father's vocation or to or to the married life, um, the discernment and the formation they receive. We just had an alumni event a couple of weeks ago, and the guys were saying the same thing. You know what what they learned while they were there helped them in either vocation, and that's important. You yep. know, because we all make up the body of Christ. You know? And they've made uh, I think friends for life with yeah. a lot of the guys, uh, even if they discern out. I know yeah. guys that. Have made great friends from that experience that, yeah. and maybe then discerned out. Yeah. And yeah, the fraternity is strong, fraternity. And, that's, and that's really good. Yeah. Hey, we've got about five minutes sure. left and a lot of things sure. to cover. So let's jump onto the uh, the well, ongoing up, clergy formation. Yeah, sure. So, so bottom line, uh, you know, we've at the at the St. Paul Seminary, uh, just like St. John Vianney, we've got you know a uh, number of dioceses that send, and we've had the opportunity to sit down in front of uh, well, just about all the sending bishops. You know, eyeball to eyeball, and ask, you know, how are we doing? What what do you like? What, you know, what's going on? How can we do better? And really, there's a few things. You know. You know, seminary information is job one. Uh, you know, St. Paul Seminary is, has produced 3,000 priests in its day. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's job one. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have the permanent diaconate formation up here. That's housed out of the seminary, one of the best in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a master's program for, for lay people. We have the Catechetical Institute, where there's 400-plus lay people in formation, which is now being offered in Des Moines, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I encourage listeners to, to, to uh, find out more about that. But then the other thing is this Institute for Ongoing Clergy Formation, and what is that? You know, not many dioceses have one. Uh, this archdiocese up here in Minneapolis-St. Paul, we had we had one. It was staffed by one priest a week, um, you know, who was overworked and all that stuff, but they just didn't have the resources. However, the bishops knew of the formation expertise at the seminary, and more importantly, really what they knew is if we've learned nothing else in the last 10-plus years, is that anyone, <laughs> lay or ordained, Right, that's overworked, isolated, in need of ongoing formation. I mean, that's a bad recipe for all of us, right? And priests, just like any profession, probably even more, you know, need continuing education, need ongoing formation. You know, I mean, the 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 USCCB talks about how um, uh, you know pastors need skills in communications and administration. You know, they need practical wisdom, they need presence and availability to their people. And they need spiritual transparency that enables them to be witnesses of the holy mysteries that they were that they proclaim and celebrate. I mean, you know, that's straight from from, from the USCCB. So, um, so the St. Paul Seminary launched this Institute for Ongoing Clergy Formation, and we've developed what's called the Pastors Workshop. Okay, and bottom line, basically, what this is is um, it offers uh, ongoing intellectual, spiritual, and human uh, formation and pastoral formation opportunities to the clergy. And this, was, this workshop was developed in collaboration with the University of St. Thomas Catholic Studies Department, the Opus College of Business, as well as the National Leadership Roundtable. And it was really designed to equip pastors with the business skills necessary to effectively manage a parish so they can focus on pastoral ministry. And if you guys will allow me, I just want to read you a list of some of the things that's covered in this five-day workshop, okay? Here's the things that, that are covered. Mission-based management, understanding the balance sheet, financial and metrics-based planning, leadership development, human resources for pastors, leading effective meetings, risk management for pastors, stewardship and fundraising, managing finance and pastoral councils, management standards for excellence, complex pastoral situations, and civil and canon law for pastors. I mean, they, they get that in this workshop. 
So we're really excited that's about. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. So we're probably going to have to you know put part two out there. But <laughs> uh, and it's really uh, it, it's it's uh, it's gotten rave reviews. We just had thirty six pastors, including some from other dioceses. So this is open. We'd like to open this up, you know, to priests. So as our listeners are thinking about priests, they know priests they love they'd like to love more, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I encourage them to, to mm-hmm. find out about uh, getting involved. So that's the program. That's the fun That's the fun part. There is an added cool part about this, too. Can I tell you a little bit more about uh, how people can, can help this You've program? You've got out? roughly a minute and a half, minute and, and half. I want you to get to your golf thing, too, Here's the so thing. let's well, see how fast you can talk. Okay, well, we're speaking about the cold, right? Well, in the last five years, some <laughs> champions of the priesthood, some business executives have been sponsoring a tr- golf tournament in Arizona in the winter when it's even colder. Uh, and when they heard about this workshop, they said they want the proceeds of that tournament to go towards scholarships for priests from any diocese to attend this program. So, bottom line, people from Des Moines can attend. It's a great tournament, and they can direct the proceeds from uh, the registration for priests from Des Moines to participate. One foursome equals a full scholarship for two priests to come up and take part of this. Okay, give us some more details on this. I, I like golfing. I'm interested. This is in March uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, the last couple of years, uh, NFL All-Pro Jared Allen has golfed in it, and PGA golfer Aaron Badley has given a clinic. Uh, the local archbishop here will attend. It's really picking up a lot of steam. It's a great tournament. Uh, I've been to it, and like I say, the proceeds. So basically, if a, if a, if a foursome registers, it goes towards full scholarships for two priests uh, from any diocese to participate in this program. Golf for Golf for formation. Formation, yeah. Club. And Absolutely. how do we find out more about it? Well, you can call me, uh, 651-962-6843, or you can go on the seminary's website, stpaulseminary.org. Perfect. Tiso, thank you so much for joining us today. Guys, thank you. God bless you. Thank Keep you up very the good much. Work. Awesome. Stick you. around, and we'll be right back. Friends, what's the one thing you buy that you hope you'll never use? Insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic right. Radio's broadcast sure of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities family, is provided heart. by Kemen, using science to improve the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients used by the feed and food industries and the health, nutrition, and beauty markets. Kemen's vision is to improve the quality of life by touching half the people of the world every day with their products and services. Kemen, using science to improve the world. Online at Kemen.com. Did you know that Center for Life Counseling at Catholic Charities offers professional therapy that can benefit your overall health and wellness and help you to manage daily struggles in a more positive way? Learn more at catholiccharitiesdm.org. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis along with Father Zach Kautsky, and we just had on T. Sokrozale, and uh, that was a lot of fun. He's a uh, a nice guy. We t- we chatted with him off air for a we little bit. We just had about a twenty minute post, uh, yeah, interview was, interview. So. He's a great guy. Uh, he knows about half of our friends and about half of our guests, uh, and we're gonna have him on again for sure. Uh, they're doing awesome work up there at the seminary. Uh, there's no question. And then the uh, I love the thing I did not know about in talking with Ryan Andrew. I knew they were connecting. The uh, seminarians, a lot of different things. I did not realize about the business, the virtuous business leaders. Thing. That's, no, that's very, awesome. very key. That's great. Uh, again, I'm not a virtuous business leader, but I would aspiring. love to help out aspiring virtuous business leader. Uh, the golf sounds like fun. Anyone looking to get out in March, check yeah. it out. Should we give our address out for that? If you, can... you know what? They need to force some, and you only have two friends. Father Zach and I are willing to mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, we will go with you. We are celebrity golf. <laughs> we won't. We'll pay our air. We'll pay our airfare. 
Uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll maybe. talk about it. If you email us and you're nice, we'll see. But yeah, you can cover everything else for us. That would be, uh, that would be just fine. Uh, but no, it, a lot of things we covered there from, from Mission, I think his point on lay people being able to, uh, having to live in the world and be light uh, at their offices and at their workplaces, I think is really important. Uh, and again, that could just be the joy you you show by by living, by living joyfully. Uh, talk about seminary. Any, any last plugs you want to make for seminary? Well, I thought it was interesting. Just uh, related to St. Paul, they have like fourteen Catholic high schools up there, and I think um, you know we have one two in our diocese, but one oh, yeah. in Des Moines. One to one. Um, and uh, just very very interesting to hear the difference between the diocese and really the great partnership that we have. Our last three bishops have been the um, auxiliary bishop of Minneapolis-St. Paul, Bishop Hates, Bishop Sharon, um, most recently Bishop Bullock. Um, So uh, very, very, I think, important kind of spiritual tie there. A a strong connection there. And uh, we'll be curious to see what... Uh, you know, the continued connection goes from there with yeah, uh, right. our next bishop. I think it's but, working well. Uh, obviously, it's a, it's a great partnership there, and uh, we appreciate Tiso coming on today uh, to talk about that. Iowa Catholic Radio is listener-supported, so please consider making a tax-deductible donation today at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you again for joining us today on Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. For Father Zach Kautsky, I am Joe Stopulus. It is time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulis and Father Zach Kautsky. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.